Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go? Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before. So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson. And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson. It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. everybody and welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. Hello everyone. It's so great to be back with you today. We have episode number 42 and the title is Delivering Love Even If You Don't Feel Like It. Yes. And here's a question. Have you ever chosen to bring love and kindness to your spouse when you really didn't feel like it? Mm. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll answer that for you. And the answer is, of course you have. And we need to do more of it. You know, we have all experienced that. We, When we know in our heart that showing kindness or encouraging our spouse is the right thing to do, so we do it, even when we don't particularly feel like it. And at the same time, we also know there are times when we choose to withhold love or kindness out of resentment or anger, you know, those times when you're clenching your teeth. I've heard that that happens sometimes. Yeah, like you've heard that happens. Like, <laughs> let me be the first to say, like, I've been that guy, right? Okay, who, we both do it. Yeah. yeah, who, you know, we don't bring love or kindness because it, it we, we don't feel like doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive into that today. But before we do, we want to give a shout out to one of our Red Truck Marriage listeners who left a review. And this one comes from Joey Vaughn. Yes. And here's what Joey says. His title was, Like a Fine Wine to Savor. He says, Dr. Anderson and Stuart offer such sweet and gentle wisdom. And the insights from them and their guest is absolutely best when savored and sampled in my own marriage. Even though they offer a tangible call to action at the end, each episode has literally dozens of takeaways and subtle things which I find myself thinking back on and applying throughout my week in my marriage. So glad they have bottled up their good stuff and allowed me to share it around my own table. Oh, how nice. Yeah. It makes me want to go get a glass. <laughs> how nice. You know, thank you, Joey. I appreciate that so much. I do. It, I know it takes time to think through a review like that, mm -hmm. but we love it when people write a review and they tell us like how this, the content of this podcast is impacting their own heart and the heart's of their spouse and ultimately their marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. I, I just love hearing that. So, you know, folks, please uh, take the time to write to us, write a review on your podcast platform. Uh, one, because we want to hear, just like Joey told us, you know, how your marriage is being impacted for good. Um, that really encourages us to continue to keep, you know, like keep going with this stuff but it also expands the territory 
so to speak. It it allows other listeners to hop on this podcast when you folks write reviews. And I, and I think that those words encourage others as well. Mm. You know, they resonate with others. So thank you, Joey, and thank you to all of those who are leaving reviews. We so appreciate it. We do. So I want to jump back to this topic of bringing love and kindness to our marriage, to our spouse, even if we don't feel like it, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, here's the thing. Cultivating an, a connected or intimate relationship, folks, it requires intentionality, right? But there is some really good news we're going to have for you today, I promise. It's going to encourage you. Like on this topic of bringing love and kindness when you don't feel like it. We want to encourage you today, so I want you to stick around. Yes. First, I'm going to speak for David and me. You know, those times when we've been stuck in conflict, it's usually due to neither one of us wanting to give an inch. We want to hold our ground because we think it's the other person who needs to do all the changing. Mm -hmm. It's when, you know, let's face it, that pride takes over. And you're not able to move in ways you know are better for the relationship. That's exactly right. And, you know, we see, Stuart, couples all the time in this, you know, I'm not even sure this is the right word uh, or a word, stuckness, Mm -hmm. right? We see couples stuck in this kind of this way of doing business because, you know, their hearts, in their hearts, they don't want to bring love and kindness. And you know what the end result is? People stay stuck. And yeah, and they develop those bad habits that we find so much. You know, they get stuck in bad habits. We talked about that. Yes, and those and those habits. It's kind of a pattern of relating to one another. That's what they get stuck in. Mm -hmm. You know, right now, some of you may not want to hear this, but we're going to ask you to trust us here. Successful couples make a habit of looking at themselves first. Mm -hmm. The question is, how am I contributing to this disconnect or conflict? And who do I need to be as a follower of Christ? Gosh, I love that question. Because that question, honey, it changes everything. Like, folks, we said this before on other podcast episodes. We must always focus on those things we have power over right? And you know what that is or who that is? Ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? How we think, how we feel, and how we act. That's the only thing I have power over. I have no power over Stuart. So for me to focus on changing her is is craziness, Mm -hmm. all right? I have to look in the mirror at myself if I want change in my marriage or if I want us to be unstuck Right. from this old pattern pattern of doing business. Right. Yeah, the truth is we are wired to do the opposite. Our default is we want our spouse to change, like I said before. We often ask couples who are having difficulty experiencing good connection, good emotional connection, spiritual connection. We ask them, are you interested in changing this marriage story you're writing? And if so, help us understand how you want your marriage story to read. I love that question. So couples can usually describe, like when we ask this question, how they want their marriage story to read. 
They'll say things like, we want friendship, or we want more trust in our relationship, or we want more humor, we want more respect, uh, we want more romance, you know, those kinds of things. Like, couples have no problem talking about how they want their mm-hmm. marriage story to to be written. Right. They right? have the vision when we ask them, but, you know, the, the question is, how do you get there? So we're going to talk about that for the next few minutes. Yes. And you know what, folks? We said earlier that it will always begin by looking at yourself. How are you, and this is, golly, this is the gazillion dollar question. How are you contributing to the disconnect or your current marriage story? Mm, You just have to keep asking yourself. And we believe it's impossible to answer that question without asking God to be a part of it all. You know, I know for myself when I'm, engaged with God by reading or praying, I've found that God can prompt me to do some things that I don't feel like doing. You know, I'll just feel it in my heart that basically I need, this is a time I need to bring love to David, even even though, you know, I struggle with it knowing I love him, but sometimes it's hard, but I'll be prompted in my heart that it's a time to bring love to David. I, I love what you're saying there, Stuart. And, you know, I, I really, golly, I hope our listeners hear it in the way that your your heart is saying that right there. Like, th- this is not Stuart saying, you know, she's this spiritual giant, you know, and God speaks to her. You know, although, you know, I think God can speak to every one of us, even if we don't have to be spiritual giants. But, you know, it's that that voice in your ear or in your heart where you you know on one hand, this is what I really, how I really want to act toward my husband right now or my wife. I want to strangle him. But then there's that, that's that message in your spirit that says, no, that's not how to do business. Like you just feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know our listeners know what we're talking about here. Yeah. They sense the struggle, but we did tell them earlier that we're going to encourage them today. So how about yes, that? Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm going to do it right now. So here it is. And and this kind of supports, I believe, what we're saying about what Stuart just said about, you know, needing to really seek God for like the answer to how do I how do I love and bring kindness to my spouse, even though I don't feel like it. And, and it's in this scripture. Um, and first, let me tell you, let me just say this. When we choose to bring love to our spouse, even when we don't feel like it, listen to me now, our hearts will change. Mm. There's not a doubt in my mind. When, when I put legs on, like bringing love and kindness to, my, to Stuart, mm-hmm. even though I don't feel like it, when I do that more often, my heart is going to, I'm going to start feeling like it, mm-hmm. right? Like that's God's promise at, and he will see to it. So listen to this. It's in Psalm, it's Psalm 37, 4. This is what um, the scripture says. It says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of of your heart. He'll change your heart. Listen, the word delight, it's a verb. And it what it means is to take pleasure in being connected to God. Like being connected to him. Delight in the Lord. 
Like be interested in pleasing him and the promise, your heart's going to change. Gosh, that is great. That's why I said earlier, it's impossible to know how you're contributing to the disconnect with your spouse without asking God to speak to you. Yeah, no question. And when we take the light, again, a verb, in the Lord or connect with God, let me say it that way, he will give you what it means to bring love to your marriage. Mm. Well, what if he inspires me to do something my mind and my heart don't want to do? You know, the truth is, if, like I said before, if you're truly engaged with God, then like the scripture says, he will change my heart by delighting in him. Yes. And, you know, I know we're speaking like really confidently, like we just know this is true. And the reason why we are is because it is true. Like, I, I really do believe this. And, and it's not an over-spiritualizing thing. Like, we really believe that God is big, bigger than my heart, who sometimes doesn't want to love out of, as Stuart said earlier, resentment or anger toward her. I know God is big enough to change that. You know, I think we're also speaking or trying to encourage those who believe they are alone in the struggle. Mm. You are not alone in the struggle when you're engaged with God. And this is how He will show up. Your heart will change when, mm. you, when you attempt to bring the love, even when you don't feel like it. That he is, will help change your heart. That's such a good word, uh, Stuart. It, it really is. I believe what you're saying. I, I truly do. You know, I, I had a very close friend of mine. Uh, he called me um, just a while ago, a um, few days ago. He li- had listened to our previous episode, number 40, on setting up uh, our spouse for success. And he said to me, he goes, David, I really think you and Stuart missed an opportunity. And I said, what, what kind of opportunity? I, we love getting feedback from our friends and, by the way, you, uh, our listeners, He said, you missed an opportunity to encourage folks. And I said, how so? He says, he goes, listen, it's kind of like what we just finished saying. When we are intentional about loving or serving our spouse in ways that we really don't feel comfortable or we want to, like our hearts will change when we're intentional. Oh, I I think he's right about that. That's the message that we're trying to get across is that when we love or serve out of a desire to please God, our hearts will change. Yeah. We end up wanting to love even more. It, no, it, because it feels so right and so good yes. and we know it. Yes, that is so true. I I really think this is one of the great truths. You know, there are times when we are aware of God's best. Like I, like I was saying earlier, like I know in my heart, this is probably God's best to, to do this, to love, to serve or whatever. Um, but we don't feel like doing it, right? But when we do it anyway, God will give us a heart for doing it more, right? It's almost like that out of the habit of loving, out of the habit of like pressing down like that part of my heart that it, it is kind of stuck and doesn't want to love. Like, if we do it, he will give us a heart for doing more of it. And it's no longer like a grind it out, but a desire of my heart Mm -hmm. to love. Yes. Now, 
Honey, let's try to make this as practical as possible. What does this mean on a day-to-day basis for couples? Yeah, good question. So, you know, I'm constantly looking at research and uh, like that's what Stuart and I do. We want to see what, what... research is out there when it particularly when it comes to couples and healthy relationships and you know uh, people living out God's best and so I was looking at some research the other day and, and it came out of the Gottman Institute uh, which is a you know a fantastic um, organization um, and what they researched it was on the balance between positive and and negative interactions among couples. And the, the founder, John Gottman, and, and by the way, his wife partners with him, um, suggests this, that the magic ratio between like negative interactions and positive interactions is five to one. Like healthy couples, like for every one negative interaction, they'll have five positive ones, mm. right? That's quite a statement to, yeah, to it, consider. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. So, and I absolutely agree with that in theory. Now, obviously, it breaks down. Like if that one negative interaction was extremely hurtful, right? But how about 25 interactions probably wouldn't resolve that kind of hurt. But I get his point, right? There must be more positive interactions than negative ones. And his research says five to one. And, you know, I I want to add to Gottman's outcome research, okay? When there is five to one, or better yet, like how about 30 to one, right? We're capable of that. Ratio of goodness to negative, the goodness will become habit. Mm -hmm. So it, it just supported what I said earlier and what my friend said, like the more we do it, mm-hmm. our hearts will change and we'll end up doing it more. Right, right. I agree. So practically, what does it mean to choose to bring more of those positive experiences or interactions to your marriage? Well, it can, it can perhaps it's showing more appreciation or affection to your spouse or bringing humor when things seem a little tense. You know, David, just the other day, I was so funny with you. When you were standing at the sink with your cereal bowl, and I just said, honey, if you shift your body to the right, you're in front of the dishwasher. What that was so funny. When the- yeah, you're just hilarious. <laughs> uh, hey. now, uh, what we're trying to say is it, it's in the little things. You know, David always takes time to compliment me, and it just, in the moment, just relaxes things and puts me in a different head and heart space. So It does, but you know something else? We've also had our moments mm-hmm. where it's five to one negativity, mm-hmm. right? Particularly when criticism the, and negativity. Yeah, I contributed that for and, sure. And, and particularly, and in, in our listeners understand this when mm-hmm. we're escalated, mm-hmm. right? And that that five to one ratio inverts, and destruction begins to happen, mm-hmm. right? So we've experienced that too. But I, I do remember. The, the dishwasher comment. Okay. <laughs> and that was funny. All right, I'll give you that. So perhaps it's deciding this five to one ratio or 30 to one ratio to be more engaging, right, with your spouse or helping with a task they're doing. Like that's a positive interaction. Uh, 
particularly when you'd rather be doing your own thing, right? There are certainly times where I'd like to sit on the couch and, you know, watch my Cincinnati Reds baseball team, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, perhaps Stuart is, you know, doing something in the kitchen or, or bringing in groceries or, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's the small things. So I remember saying this on a podcast one, one time, uh, you know, it's the little things become big things, mm-hmm. right? I used to say that as a coach all the time to my players, like the little things become big things. How you line up, are, are you on the inside shoulder of, you know, that n- number two receiver or, or in you on the outside? Like, that's a little thing, but it becomes a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's true in our marriages as well. Well, let me give another example, another small one. And this one, this one's important to me because it starts, it's right at the beginning of our day. And I'm going to share with our listeners that you're really not a morning person, that yeah. is, yeah, it's kind of hard to wake you up sometimes. So um, many times I'll get the coffee started and bring a cup up to you and help you wake up. But also you have taken turns doing that. You will force yourself out of bed and go down and get the coffee started and bring it up to me. So yes, it's and just common courtesy. You know, I appreciate you saying that. I know that comes from your heart. And, and that is intentionality, right? But I got to admit, like, you're right. It's hard getting out of bed, right, for me. I, I love staying up late because yeah. I'm usually, you know, working or something. Um, however, I time it just to let you know. Like, when I hear you, like, you start brushing your teeth, I know I've got to get down there and get the coffee poured because it'll, the timing will be perfect. But, and you're being so <laughs> intentional. I, right. That's really why I appreciate it even more. You know, we could go on and on with examples, but the important point that we're trying to make is if you want to get unstuck from the old ways of relating that bring disconnect, you must bring love even if you don't feel like it. And when there are more instances of doing that than not, it will change your heart to want to love more and forgive more and to serve more. That is a, such a good word. And I, I know there are listeners out there now who are saying, you know, David Stewart, I, I get what you're saying, but you don't understand the amount of hurt that is in our marriage and amount of hurt that's in our story. Or what if I just start, you know, bringing love and kindness and my husband continues like to be a jerk to me or, you know, being, be mean to me and they don't reciprocate. You know, I get that. I do. I'm, I'm suggesting, and this is that part where Stuart earlier said, we just need you to trust us on this, that you would continue to bring love and kindness. That doesn't mean not have boundaries, you know, those kinds of things, like being able to stand in your own shoes, but it's standing in your own shoes of what is right and what you know in your heart that is right. See, to pull that off, as we said earlier, it begins with delighting in the Lord or being connected to God, Mm -hmm. right? Remember his promise. When we do that, our heart will change. He will give us the desires of our heart. And and remember, it's about who you want to be in Christ. It's not just about your spouse. It's part of that looking at yourself and deciding, who do I want to be? And, and, you know, I I love that you just added that. And I, I want to add even something else to what you just said. 
You know, when we ask the question, who is it that I want to be? What will be most pleasing? Like, even when I don't feel like it, because as Stuart said, you know, it's oftentimes it's not even natural that I would bring love and kindness, right? Like to, to what, what's the word? Uh, to transcend, mm. you know, that, like that, that human desire in my heart, mm-hmm. uh, to transcend that. Listen, friends, I believe ultimately it will change your spouse's heart. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Yeah. And, and, you know, if more couples um, who we work with daily would just get this point, I believe we would at, be out of business yeah. when it comes to, to doing our intenses w- with couples. I would love that. I'd love if yes. like we just didn't have any more business because couples, you know, learn to transcend, to seek God. And let God give you that desire in your heart to love your spouse. And then your spouse's heart changes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I think that is so big. Well, let's talk about a call to action as it relates to driving the red truck in your marriage. First of all, today, we want you to think about the last conflict you experienced in your marriage, or perhaps it's a current disconnect. Ask God to reveal how you contributed or how you are currently contributing, and what it would mean to bring goodness to your marriage. And by the way, this is the delighting in the Lord that we keep speaking about. Mm, that's big time. And secondly, we want you to have a conversation with your spouse about this notion of positive to negative ratios in your marriage, okay? Is it at least five to one, or is it something else? Right? I like have that conversation and, and really break it down, each of you. And what would be some specific things you could do to change it, to change that ratio? Is it um, maybe being more lighthearted, uh, bringing more grace, uh, better listening, perhaps taking out criticism? You know, those kinds of things. What are some specific things you could do to? create a better ratio, at least five to one, maybe 10 to one, or 30 to two. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, that's an imbalance that will make a difference in your marriage story. We, we truly believe that this will help you change the way you experience each other. When you, when you look at you, yourself and when you decide who you want to be and look at those positive or negative interactions, it will change your experience and your marriage story. Yes, and that's our encouragement for you today. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I, I believe every word that we're speaking today, I do. Folks, again, I mentioned it earlier, don't forget to leave a review and uh, uh, a radar podcast and join us on our social media, right? Uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, mm-hmm. all right? Dr. David Anderson, Impacting People. Right, we try to post on there, uh, golly, several times a week. All right, mm-hmm. and you'll get a lot of cool content uh, if you do that. Yes, we love walking with you as we all try to navigate marriage, and it's just not good to do it alone. Yes, so remember to always drive the red truck in your marriage. Perhaps it's delighting in the Lord and allowing Him to give you a n- new desires of your heart for loving your spouse. Mm-hmm. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.